Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of the Bell High School Special with me, Mushtaq Wanasimi. So today we're going to be talking about Rita Joe. So who is she? She was a Mikamwa poet and songwriter who won many awards throughout her life. She died in 2007 at the age of 75 due to natural causes. She was born in Mahikokoma, Nova Scotia in Canada. And she was married to Frank Joe, and they had a total of eight children, two of whom were adopted. Her parents were Joseph and Annie Bernard, and she had a total of four siblings. So there's a question of why she's influential and how she's important and so on. So I want to go back to her early life and how she grew up, basically, and just go through her whole story all at once. So to begin, she had a very difficult upbringing, uh, being born in the time of residential schools, basically. She lost her mother at the age of five, and then her father five years later at the age of ten. After that, she was sent to the Shubin Nakadi residential school. She was physically and psychologically mistreated there and was assaulted in many different occasions. She was not permitted to speak or practice her language or her culture in any way. She was given regular beatings when she said anything in her language or even did anything that was not in the favor of the teachers. She was 16 when things began to look a little better for her because school was finished and she went to Boston to look for work. There she found her lifelong companion after a short period. Uh, she went on to win many awards and become very successful at the end. She wrote very powerful poetry that spoke about indigenous identity and their legacy of residential schools in Canada and how they affected the indigenous community and just Canadians in general. Uh, her works continue to influence indigenous and non-indigenous writers and artists to this day and just regular people as well. Um, there is a question of why she did what she did. Uh, she basically had a very rough and uh, difficult childhood. So to do what she did was really hard, not just for indigenous people, but for everyone, for anyone. And I just want to take a moment here to basically summarize what residential schools are and what they were and how they worked for anyone who doesn't know. So residential schools were a system of uh, schools run by the government and the churches of the time. And uh, basically the purpose was to educate and convert indigenous youth to try and assimilate them into Canadian society. And uh, there was an estimated uh, 150,000 children who uh, attended residential schools. And out of the 150,000, about 6,000 of them died on residential school properties. And that number is not valid just yet because recently... There's been many searches going on in residential schools and uh, in the surrounding area has been 
over thousands of unmarked graves and remains and it just shows how horrifying the whole condition the whole the whole situation is and uh, to do what she did is influential influencing itself and she's just important to know that there is also indigenous people who has who could have gone through so much and be able to become successful like she did and uh, it even influences me and could influence anyone especially indigenous kids and writers and uh that was all for today's episode and thanks for tuning in see y'all in the next one